Attention. Welcome to the Different Spectrums podcast. We dive into the wild world of mental health discussions. Get ready for profound talks, a sprinkle of humor and sarcasm, and a touch of colorful language. Just a quick heads up, our show reflects our individual opinions, which may not align with the standpoint of the podcast, our featured guests, or any related corporate entities. Our mission? To illuminate through laughter and satire because everyone needs a good chuckle. Chill out and don't stress over the small stuff. Legal troubles? No thank you. Cancel culture? Please spare us. We'd rather keep this space lawsuit free. So buckle up, have a good time, and join us as we navigate the vibrant realm of mental health on the Different Spectrums Podcast. Hey everybody, we back again. We're back. We're back. I'm Spencer, and of course we have our licensed clinical therapist, Nas. Bubblicious, Dr. Nas. All right. So, hey, this is a podcast. Don't take us too seriously. Or do. It's up to you. There you go. Also, don't forget to rub those likes for us. We'd really appreciate it. Uh, quick shout out to our great collaborator, Pinfinity. You can get up to 20% off your entire order. Uh, they have some nice looking pens. I have one right here. If I can find it. There it is. Look at that. It's the Red Ranger. Red Ranger. Red, yeah. Red Rocket. You just say anything that pops in your head, huh? Yeah. Those are nice. inside thoughts, Nas. Nice. Inside thoughts. <laughs> inside thoughts. Inside thoughts. No, they actually uh, got some really cool pins. Uh, some of them do. are like pretty cool, especially if you're nerdy. Good stuff. They do. Their social media manager sucks, but you know what? Their product is great. I'm probably a white guy. <laughs> so go check them out. <laughs> You can check them out in the link in the description. I'm just being honest. I'm just saying how it is, you know. Hey, want to block us on Instagram? Hey, hey that's what happens. She'll send a free shit, though. So True, true. They haven't noticed that. Yeah. <laughs> so, whoops. They're probably not listening. It's fine. No. Uh, so, yeah, go check them out in the link below. And then uh, click on the link to get 20% off your entire order. So, do it. Um, all right, so today, talking about a show called Dead to Me. Dead to me. You're dead to me, Spence. <laughs> uh, so some of the topics that we're going to be talking about are going to be rage, feeling like a piece of shit, <laughs> uh, accepting abuse, and autism. <laughs> the way he said it. You got started. It's just like he snorted like a fucking little piglet, little piglet. That was a big piglet. Uh, <laughs> he said, "Like shit." It just was so. I wasn't ready for it, even though I'm the one that told you this is what we're talking about. He did. Uh, he did. That was our topic. Feel like big um, shit. Uh, so. We have a lot of great topics to talk about today. <laughs> so let's get into it. Nas, anything before we get oh going? Oh my God. Um, <laughs> it's been a while since I've seen the show. Um, but I remember watching it. Like, okay, it's not bad. Uh, but then this specific scene. 
is intense. I think actually the end where she does the scream cry, the angry cry, and she just screams. I literally like, yeah, I can't breathe. It's one of those moments where I'm like, ah! just intense. There's a lot built up in that. Um, there's a lot that people that keep things together, they keep it together, they keep it calm, they keep it calm, they keep it calm, and they repress and they repress, and then they explode. And I know what that exploding feels like, especially when people would be like, do this, do this, do this, do this. And I'm like, okay, I'm getting ready to blow up. Well, no, you, you won't be fine. Don't blow you know, and then boom. I'm like, okay, well, I mean, this is what you wanted. Now you got it. Well, now you scared you're going to call police? Oh, okay. Okay. You can call police now. Okay. <laughs> Piece of shit. <laughs> A big black Arabs coming to attack me. <laughs> Save me. Save me. Save me. You people. <laughs> um so we're gonna talk about that specifically. You know, I got a lot of clients that identify with Christina Applegate's character. Uh I think it's Judy that that's been said. Um yeah. yeah. Oh wait, no. Christina Applegate is Jen and Jen. then Linda is Judy. Got it. So Jen. A lot of people identify with Jen just feeling horrific. Everyone hates you, children hate you, I hate myself. And then a lot of people are gonna identify with Judy. Um, where they've got a long abuse history and they continue to accept it and go with it and never really change. And then, you know, they're continuously the victim. And some of them really don't know much else other than that role, and it's really hard. So we got a lot to talk about. We're gonna have some fun. Uh Spencer's gonna be sarcastic as shit. Uh and we're gonna roll with it. Let's do it. Whoop whoop. Whoop whoop. Hey everyone, I'm here to talk about our new collaborator, Toink Toys. They have a wide selection of, you guessed it, toys and other great collectibles. They have products from Marvel, Star Wars, Harry Potter, and everything pop culture. You could say they put the toy in Toink. So go check them out at toink.com and use our code Different Spectrums Podcast to get 10% off your entire order today. What's going on? What's going on? Judy just told me what's going on. The police. The pictures of Charlie driving Steve's car. The ones that Parker took. Oh my God. I also have him on CCTV. Driving the car the night it was burned. They think he did it, Jen. No, 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 Oh my God, oh my God, what am I gonna do? What am I gonna do, Judy? Nothing. Oh my God, listen to me, nothing. What? Because I'm gonna take the blame for it. What? No, no, you're not. I'm not asking you, I'm telling oh, you. Fuck you no. are going to let me do this. I need to do this. Oh my God, Judy, no. Yes, listen to me. The night that Steve died, I was going to kill myself. What? But then you called me. And you saved me. Oh, Judy. And maybe you saved me for a reason so that I can do this for you now. You have a family. You have a life. Please let me do this for you. Jen, I'm responsible for all of this. If it wasn't for me, none of this would have happened. You are not responsible for Steve's death. I am. Yes, I am. No, you're not. He came here looking for me, and then he attacked you. Yes, it was self-defense, no, Jen. it wasn't. Yes, it was. No, it wasn't, Judy. What are you talking about? He was walking away. And he didn't attack me, okay? I attacked him. 
No, you said that he was strangling you. I lied. You what? I lied. I'm sorry. No, I don't understand why you... Why would you do that? Why would, why would you kill him? He was looking for a way out, honey. What? Ted, he jumped in front of our car. Oh, yeah. He wanted to get hit. What? I don't fucking blame him because if I was married to you, I'd want to put a fucking gun to my head. I'd want to kill myself too, you miserable cunt. Because he was, he was saying some really bad things, okay? And I, and I got really angry and I, I just lost it. What did he say to you? It doesn't fucking matter. Yes, it does. No. What did he say to you? No, it doesn't. It obviously matters because you fucking killed him. What the fuck did he say to you? He said that Ted jumped in front of your car. Okay, he said that he said he wanted to die because of me. You know that's not true, right? True. No, it's not. None of that is true. That's just what Steve did. He wanted to hurt you. That's how he was. No, he's right. <laughs> I'm, I'm a piece of shit. I'm a fucking piece of shit. Ted fucking hated me. My kids fucking hate me. I fucking hate me. Everybody just fucking hates me. I don't hate you. I could never hate you. Oh, God, that's because you love anyone who just gives you a morsel of fucking attention, even if it's abusive. It's like you get off on it or something. That's why you love Steve and why you love your shitty fucking asshole mother. You'll just stick around for anybody. I didn't mean it, okay? I didn't mean that. No, listen to me, listen to me, listen to me, stop. I'm so sorry. Okay, listen, listen, it's okay to be angry. It's okay, you should be fucking irate right now. I deserve that. Don't. You should just punch me in the face, come on, please. No. Come on, hit me, please. No. No, please, just, just punch me in the face. I'm not like you. No, no, please, don't go. Don't go, please, just hit me. Move. Please. I need you to move. Step Just away. Get me. Get out of the way. No. Stop. Move, move Jen. Get me over. Stop it. Hit me. Stop. Stop it. Josh, please stop it. nerd do you like pins if you're like any of our followers and you said yes you should check out our collaboration with pinfinity they have power rangers pins transformers pins and for all of our bronies out there my little pony pins go check out our link tree or use our code dsp to get 20 percent off 
your Pinfinity order today. And we back again. We back. And we live. Almost as live or maybe dead as me after the fucking COVID and flu shot at the same time. Jesus Christ. I'm glad I got mine separate or yeah. I'm going to get mine separate. So. Yeah. Jesus, I almost grew another tail in the fifth nipple. <laughs> you autistic. More autistic than normal. <laughs> when the lady was putting in the gold, which I said, that's the one with the microchip. <laughs> she said, they following me. <laughs> she said, yeah, I can hear a beep and she went with it. <laughs> <laughs> that's pretty good. <laughs> it was really good. Um, it wasn't too bad. And then, and then the next day, just the fever, the chills felt like shit. So for those of you, you know, Hey, maybe you're going to judge me for getting a COVID shot it is what it is. I got, you know, people in the house, we, you know, I gotta make sure I don't get too sick. Cause I have to take care of them. Get vaccinated. Get vaccinated assholes. Um, yeah. Stop getting people sick. Yeah. Get Killing your, them. get your flu shot. Uh, right. Cause you don't want to, you know, people dying of this damn flu now, man, this shit's serious this year. Uh, flu's like coming back with a, with a, I don't know. It's coming back. Uh, I, I got no metaphor. It's, it's back again, it's, just like the flu. It's, it's, back, it's the bubonic plague. The bubonic. <laughs> the bubonic flu. The flu man chew. All right. Let's get to the show. Spencer, yeah. uh, introduce the what does Google say the show's about for our followers? Uh, well, it says that uh, what if Velma. Went to the suburbs. <laughs> what if we had some homicidal white women in the suburbs? It's my favorite type. What would happen? My favorite type. Yeah, yeah, it's fun, fun, right? Aggressive, Keep it exciting. Aggressive white women. You never know when they're gonna strike. Could be, hey, could be right away. Could be slowly killing you with some type of poison. Seen it all before. Seen it. <laughs> You ever watch 48 hours? That shit's real. Keep you on your toes, white women. <laughs> oh, I'm fine, honey. I'm fine. You're like, ah, oh, fuck, I'm about to die. Oh, shit. I'm dying. Anytime someone uh, says the word fine, they're not fine. I'm fine, honey. I'm like, oh, ooh. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> we're in trouble. He's about to poison me. <laughs> uh, where are all the Clorox at? How did she rip my thing off? <laughs> That's why I fell in love with her. She had that grip. <laughs> All right. So. <laughs> I could just, I just pictured a corn dog getting squozen. Jesus. <laughs> visualize the worst ever. <laughs> now I'm picturing the, the hot dog from Fortnite. <laughs> oh my God. Dancing and then immediately shot. Yeah. <laughs> hey, shout out to everyone playing Fortnite. We've recently gotten back in it. You know, hey, it's super shout fun. Everyone <laughs> playing Fortnite. Shut We gonna be they're gonna be one of our sponsors. Hey, shout out to Fortnite. Shout out for all you six year olds killing me on a fucking Tuesday. You know what? Hey, kills a kill. All right. Yeah. Let me tell you. <laughs> I backed out. They of can't a, aim straight. I backed out of a game the other day, and the, when the like fourteen year old, they're like, "Ah, Nas backed out." And I can hear him in the chat. I really liked him. We need to add him. And I was like, "No." <laughs> Never gotten that in my life. They're just like, "Who's this fucking weirdo?" It's always silent, but has his mic on. <laughs> <laughs> just you breathing in the background. <laughs> That's not creepy. All oh. right. Um. <laughs> 
I'm going to read off. Yeah, please read. What the show is about yep. because I have not watched it. Um, so Emmy winner. So fucking long. All right. Jen's husband recently died in a hit and run, and the sardonic widow is determined to solve the crime. Optimistic free spirit Judy has recently suffered a tragic loss of her own. The ladies meet at a support group and despite their polar opposite personalities, become unlikely friends. As the women bond over bottles of wine and a shared affinity for the facts of life, Judy tries to shield Jen from a shocking secret that could destroy her life as she knows it. The dark comedy, which explores the weirdly funny sides of grief, loss, and forgiveness, features a cast that includes TV veterans Christina Applegate and Ed Asner. Let's do it. It is a AKA, white women have problems and they're going through and they drink wine. They drink wine. So many of our followers will probably like this show. <laughs> um, well, hey, I enjoyed it, but deep, deep inside of me is, is a white woman. Not that deep, just so you know. Fucking, you're like this close to Miss Doubtfire. Swear to God, it's like a hand Swear. just in my and just moving. Hello, hello. I forgot about that episode. We did that. Yeah, yeah. Um, um, but yeah. So let's get into it. Let's get into it. So Dead I, to me. Netflix. Netflix. Dead to me. Um. So why'd you bring up this show? Yeah. Hmm? This specific scene. Uh, I think many folks will enjoy the show. Uh, two women, one of them pretty strong, um, you know, single mom now going through a lot of stuff. It's a lot about grief. She just loses her husband. He's killed in a hit and run. Turns out this other character, Judy, was involved in that. She she was in the car when it happened. Fast forward into season two. And now we're in this uh, moment where Jen um, kills the individual that killed her husband. And he says a bunch of horrible stuff outside, right? He's coming to harass her and talk about a bunch of stuff. And he said, Hey man, your husband, you know, he actually killed himself and you know, he fucking hated you and you're a piece of shit. And of course he would want to take his own life. That's gee, I mean, my God, I think that's probably the worst thing you could ever tell someone. Um, that just lost their partner, uh, that they jumped in front of a car to get away from you. Wow. So she loses her mind and then attacks him and kills him. And then puts him in the freezer for the rest of the season. So, you know, if anyone wants any soup. <laughs> uh, what was it? The book of Eli when there was that people that were eating people. Yeah. They had the Apparently shit. in any type of apocalyptic movie, it's going to be cannibalism. cannibalism. Just a little bit. And you can knew they were cannibals because they had the shakes. It's good to know people. See, see, see human meat. Human meat. So when you eat too yeah. much ass, you might, you know, you're looking a little shaky today, now. Man, you probably got like allergic. Don't worry about it, man. I got it. I got it. <laughs> the other day, my nephew calls me. He said, "How you doing, Doctor Zerka?" And he said, "I wanted to let you know I got those, you know, those hairs removed from my ass." I said, "You get to bleaching too." <laughs> Side note: Go back to the show. Uh, <laughs> there you go. There you go. Um. But the most impactful part is when Christina Applegate's character, Jen, you know, she's full blown in her emotions and 
she's already kind of miserable. She's already kind of insecure. I know many of you listening are probably scared, depressed, anxious, imposter syndrome, insecurities. You probably may deal with ADHD, autism, many different things. And you kind of feel like the world's against you. I know many of the folks that listen to us, people of color, you know that these systems are, are kind of made to make sure that we suck and that we don't move forward. And sometimes we react, things happen, and think that a lot of people hate us, even our friends, our close ones, our relatives, our children, our parents. So she says something that I think most of you will relate to or have been to is everyone hates me. And she's crying. Everyone hates me. My own children hate me. I'm the fucking worst, as Spencer said very well. I'm a piece of shit. Uh, Apparently too well. Yeah, too well, as I cracked up. Um, 100% relatable in that moment where we've all been there. Hmm. I've been in that place so many different times in life. Okay, like you're sucking at one thing. Maybe it's, you know, school. Maybe it's athletics. Maybe it's your relationship, and then I'll go play like a video game, get my ass whooped in a video game. I'm like, I swear to God, I wouldn't play some video games. I'm like, I fucking suck at everything. I'm not the strongest. I'm not the biggest dude. I'm not the smallest dude. I'm not the smartest dude. I'm not the dumbest dude. I'm like, I'm just an average piece of shit. I was like, I don't even fucking deserve to live. I like, I should just kill myself now. Yeah, it's pretty far. Uh, to be fair, I was pretty depressed during college because I just got an expelled from school and a lot of different things. So there's some other shit going on too. Um, but you're like, fuck, man, I don't excel at many things. You're like, what the fuck is the point? I feel like a complete worthless sack of shit. And I think this moment encapsulates that for a lot of folks. Because you know a lot of folks listening to us, you're going to be different, right? Different spectrum. You know, a lot of folks have been hurt in many different ways uh, that listen to us, our followers that comment, right? They've commented some, some 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 pretty stuff, tough stuff. And I know some of your tags, and I'm not going to say them because I don't want to out them. But, uh, man, they'll talk about a lot of pain that they felt from their family members, uh, being rejected or being overstimulated, being harmed in certain ways about their identities, um, about being, you know, queer, trans, about just not wanting to go out in public so much and do these things that freak them out. And their family or society makes them feel really shitty. Uh Someone reached out to us recently and then they commented on her story. I said, Hey man, you good? I ain't seen you in a minute. I'm like, yeah, man, I've been going through it. I was like, I figured cause I ain't seen you make a post in a while, man. You, you, you know, I noticed. Mm-hmm. And he said, I'm good. Thanks for noticing. And I said, I'm autistic as shit. I, and he's like, ha ha. Um, you know, we, we all battle shit. As we know, 50% of women, no matter what, no matter what statistically will face depression because of their cycle. Um, cisgender women. Um, because of the cycle and hormone regulation, you're gonna, it's something that you're going to face, whether it be throughout your young life or throughout when maybe menopause when that comes or prepare menopause, it can happen. Um, we know there's a lot of folks of color, poor folk, we, you know, depressed. We got a lot of shit that we deal with, a lot of trauma that we deal with. So many moments we feel like shit. You're going to go into these schools that are all white, highly educated, and you're like, holy fuck, I'm, I'm a fucking idiot. And you're going to feel like shit. You are going to feel worthless like Christina Applegates uh, in that moment. That's why I like that scene. For her being a horrific actor, Spence, for most of her career, to pull out this good acting in this, she actually does pretty good in the show. Uh, hey, who was? Christina? Yeah, I thought she was always terrible. Nah, man. Married with children. She was great. <laughs> Anchorman. Fantastic. You liked her in Anchorman? Yeah, why not? Oh, there you go. <laughs> 
<laughs> they want some Emmys for this. So she, I, I thought she did very well. Um, she's, a, she's a good old broad. <laughs> Jesus, I'm not co-signing that word. <laughs> that's why he said an Anchorman. <laughs> oh, that's right. Um, so that is the first stopping point. Um, Spence, I know that you've heard this from other people in your life where you got some homegirls or some homeboys who are like, I'm fucking worthless and terrible. I'm fucking shit. No, mm-hmm. you've heard that. Mm-hmm. Um, it's hard to negotiate with someone yeah. and be like, no, you're actually okay. Because that only further invalidates them already feeling like shit. So now they call them a liar. But yeah. I'm like, I'm trying to help you. But now, and now you're getting, uh, it gets weird. Oh, you have to say that. Oh, you want to play that game? So a lot of people like to play that game. You have to be nice to me. No, I really don't. I'm an asshole. I could be so mean to you if I wanted to. I'm doing anything. People will say, "Oh, my parents have to be nice to me." No, they don't. You know how many parents I know that treat my students horrifically? Yeah, that abuse them. They're terrible people. Horrible (laughs) parents. Horrible. So if they're treating you kindly, it's not because they have to. Those are good people, and they love you. I hate when people use that ex- uh, excuse, Spence. You have to be nice to me. Where does it say that in the code? What, I, I, owe, I owe you this? You have to be nice to me. No, I don't. I can tell you straight up you're an asshole if you want to. <laughs> but I don't because I don't think you're an asshole. There you go. There, And you've dealt with it, though, right? People like breaking down with you and being like, hey, I'm the worst person in the world or like yes. I'm super depressed. Yeah. I mean, yes. it's intense when you see it, isn't it? they're it like is. full on solid. And also it's it's just like especially when it it's tough sometimes because when it occurs like multiple times, it's like we've been through this conversation. No, you're not. No, you're not. It's like who are you trying to prove this to? Me or yourself? Like what's happening here? Do I have to tell you every day that you're not a piece of shit for you to not be a piece of shit or not feel like that? Maybe you need to start working on some other things before you know. Before you start talking to somebody, because I mean, for me, it's it, sometimes I think, and I think a lot of people kind of feel this too, is like when somebody kind of just kind of repeats the same things like over and over again, especially when you tell them you're not those things, kind of gets frustrating. Just it a does. Bit. If we're being just, honest, it does. Why don't you see what I see? That's one of my favorite quotes. I, I just told it to a student recently. Sorry, not a student. This is a bonus woman. Mm-hmm. So they said, 2024 goals. I said, uh, for me, my goal for you is I wish you could actually see the person that I saw. Mm-hmm. And, and and it hurts to know that you just can't. You can't yet. You can't. Been working with you for a couple of years and you still don't see it. I don't know what it's going to take to get you there. I'm going to keep working with you. But Jesus. Just believe me when I say these things. We're rewriting Spence years and years and years of getting shit on. And so me and you or other people, I'm sure many of you have had friends like this, partners, uh, you know, relationships, siblings, whatever. Is we're operating up here with these cognitive thoughts, Spence, and you're telling them and they're like intellectually battling with you. But the thing is, is that's not where it's actually at. All the real pain and hurt, that's all like in their deeper innards. Their beliefs are so polluted. Mm-hmm. that you could be saying all this stuff in their head, but it never gets down in here. Mm-hmm. And so the question is, is correct. Is, is what you said is, you know, how do we actually get you to change and believe this shit? That's a tough one. 
we can have this conversation seven times. Like I'll keep having it with you, but also I'm like, I'm it's, it's hard for me to keep having this with you. Cause now it feels disrespectful. Like you're not paying attention or not listening. Yeah. Yeah. It's kind of weird feeling like that's slighted, but kind of slighted yep. when somebody just doesn't listen, even though it's like, then why do you keep coming to me for this? If you don't trust what I'm saying. Cause you're probably the last person actually, they can actually talk to. But eventually them keep being like that will push you away. So maybe part of them is actually doing that to see if you'll go. So they're playing a, a, a subconscious game and they don't even know it. Hmm. A lot of people are playing games subconsciously. They don't even know they are. They're like, well, I'm going to see if this person's going to leave me. And then as soon as you leave, Spence, mm-hmm. I told you this piece of shit. Mm-hmm. I know. I told you everyone leaves me. You literally forced him to go. I didn't want to go. Joe keeps on pushing. Yeah. What do you want? Because if you keep staying and staying and staying, now technically you're the one that is kind of messed up as the partner because you're allowing them to kind of like mess with you. And it's, it's always tough too, because it's like, you could always break it down and tell them exactly what they're doing. You could do that. You could break it down and they still, maybe sometimes they'll go, Oh, I am doing that. Or for the most part, they probably will not, agree and then keep on fighting you on that point like no i'm not i'm not doing that what it's like yeah you are you're not slick it's tough uh (laughs) if they've got a therapist we run into this all the time spence Mm -hmm. we'll point out some stuff and they'll be like oh man that makes so much sense i said oh it does huh so why do you keep yelling at your partner every time they tell you the same thing well it's different Mm -hmm. when they say it i said no it's not really different i said now you're just abusing them I'm an abuser now. And I said, well, you know, it's not, it's not healthy. What's going on. Mm-hmm. Um, so I said, I can take the abuse. Shit. You pay, you pay for me. You pay to pretty much abuse me. So it's okay. <laughs> and uh, I kind of like, it. <laughs> I like the pain. Hey, hey. Um, and it's just interesting. Like some folks can get away with saying it. Sometimes the therapist will say it over and over and over. And some mm-hmm. random person will say the same thing I say. And, and they'll be like, you, it all makes sense now. I was like, you crazy. Bitch. I told you that three years ago. <laughs> uh, it's a tough place to get yeah. to the real conscience, the real beliefs, not just the thoughts. Very hard. Because of so many things that have happened. Uh, and so for those of you that are listening, and if you're going through this and you believe that you are the worst, You are a piece of shit. Everyone hates you. Probably not true. And you're like, I believe it's true. I know it's true. If you're listening to this, it it, it can't be true. Because you're having some fun with us. You're enjoying us, which means that you've got some, you know, you got some stuff going on. You've got probably different, a good personality, humorous, right? Because you're listening to us. You like laughing. You like having joy. There's people, (laughs) if you enjoy listening to us, then most likely other people will enjoy hanging out with you. If you enjoy us, I guarantee you other people will enjoy you. If you don't like us, you're probably alone. <laughs> if they don't like us. Well, they're probably not listening to us if they don't like us. Uh, Fuck them. Yeah. But if you are paying attention to us, um, I really want you to walk away with, you are not the worst. And and I can tell you, you know, my students will be like, you hate me, don't you? I don't hate you. I only hate you if you're hurting yourself or hurting someone else. And if you're hurting yourself... You know, I can be okay with it, you know, and I can work with it. If you hurt someone else, I'm starting not to like you. I'm starting not to like you. 
So when you're taking things out on others, I'm starting not to like it. Mm-hmm. I don't get it twisted. Me and Spence, we fuck up all the time too. And we'll like, you know, yell or take something out on someone else. Or, you know, Spence has said sorry to me on some stuff. I said, sorry, hey man, uh, today ain't the day. Mm-hmm. Today and I'm tired, I'm sick, or, you know, some weird shit happened at work or, you know, whatever. Mm-hmm. It happens. It happens with friends and with romance. I just want you to leave this, but you're not the worst. I remember even talking to you, you one, your partner, and they're, you know, they're super anxious, done a lot of good work, and they've gotten better on a lot of different things. Mm-hmm. Right? But, you know, their mind will play tricks on them. With anxiety and obsessiveness and intrusive thoughts, it'll be like, hey, you're in a comfortable relationship with a good person. You're going to fuck this up because you're worthless. What? What do you mean I'm worthless? Remember, they're probably going to leave you because, you know, you Remember that one thing about your personality? Yeah, they're going to leave you because of that. Yeah. It's just your mind playing tricks. Uh, and hella intrusive thought. Those come up, talk to your partner. And if they continues to come up, now you need to talk to a therapist. Because you can't always take it out on your partner because they need to not be your therapist. They need to be your partner. There's a difference between Spencer or someone else giving treatment as a friend and just supporting you as a friend support. We can do that mm-hmm. treatment and helping you like change all your thoughts and convince you that you're not a piece of shit. Uh, that's kind of tough. Yeah. Kind of tough. Kind of tough. Uh, so we're right now I'm trying to hit on like intimacy stuff, relationship stuff, making sure that we're not burning out our friends, but also still being vulnerable with our friends, making sure that sometimes, you know, you're going to lose your bananas when it comes to your thoughts. And it's really hard to get to the intrinsic belief. Uh, Especially if people have left. I know that was a lot. I'm trying to therapize the hell out of this because I remember that scene. And I have mm-hmm. so many clients just like her. Right. Um, Murderers. You know, I can't even make fun of that because I was just talking to what? I think it was, was it you. No. Oh, it was Colin. Yeah. I only talked to three people. So. And they're all white. So. Hey. No, I, I text Joe, but I don't talk to Joe. <laughs> you know, I, I talk to Shout him. out to Joe, the texter. Shout out to Joe who sends me reels. I talk, I don't talk to him. People on the phone, it's you. <laughs> yeah. My nephew, Colin. Oh, okay. Uh, so I was talking to Colin. I said, hey, man, back in the day, I used to have some crazy thoughts. He's like, yeah, those are intrusive. I said, no, those are, those are what we call premeditated. Uh, yeah, things are interesting. You grow up with so much hatred and believe that people have taken things from you and this and that, right? And you don't know what to do with it. And so your anger, it's there, it's festering. And so mm-hmm. as we see Katrina Applegate, when you get pushed too far, now mm-hmm. I ain't about to, no one. But trust me, I have few people. <laughs> they, they alive, though. They alive. <laughs> yeah, let's, let's yeah. make that clear. They alive. <laughs> They ain't as smart as they used to be, but they're like, it's called a little soft. soft. Yeah, motherfucker mo- eating applesauce the rest of his life. Oh my god! I'm <laughs> stealing some of my dad's stories now. Uh, no, no, he got some stories, boy. Ah, uh, so yeah. As we Ooh. transition over to Judy, yes. Now, 
Yeah, it was pretty fucked up what she said to her. Like, hey, you know what? It'd be like me and you helping someone out. And you're like, hey, I'm not going to leave you. And mm-hmm. then it's like, you're not going to leave me because you're a fucking soft ass little bitch. Especially actually just <laughs> confessing to murdering. Yeah. Somebody. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, like how dare you so in that scene she says the most horrific thing that you could actually probably do to someone who's been through a ton of trauma and emotional and physical abuse throughout their childhood and she specifically states her mother how dare you weaponize something that someone told you in a, in a vulnerable moment about their traumatic childhood that 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 is I'm gonna lie maybe Christina Applegate maybe you are a piece of shit that was a, that was a big shit move. Wasn't great. Wasn't great. How dare you harm this innocent individual? Um, also feels a little manipulative. Yeah. Uh, Especially at the end when she's like, "Hit me, hit me." It's like, yeah, she, that'll will solve everything. She's a little crazy. Uh, so this beautiful soul, Judy, um, becomes her friend and and tries to do good by her because she knows that she was one of the part of the people that were in the accident that killed her husband and. And uh, she has this trauma history with a lot of people abusing her uh, in her life, her partners, her family members, right? And so she gets used a lot. Uh, And a lot of very kind individuals do. And so now why are we talking about this scene? Well, this is what we see a lot in our community with people that are like us. Because we are so different. Because we wear so many masks. Because many of you are women that listen to the pod. you, You form this identity where you'll just be nice. And you'll make yourself smaller and smaller and smaller so that way others can shine. And whatever they say, you'll do. Oh, sure. Yeah, let's do that. You'll co-sign things and they'll treat you like shit. And you'll be like, oh, it's fine because uh, I kind of suck. So this is all I deserve. And it's really fucked up because you deserve to be happy. You don't deserve to be treated poorly. As you get older, as Judy, so an older woman now, it seeps more into your relationships and the people that you choose. I seen someone Spence the other day. They said, uh, everyone pick one word for like your New Year's, uh, like not resolution, but like what the New Year's going to (laughs) bring. This one isn't one word, but it just said healthy relationships. Mm -hmm. It said, uh, someone else put like just choosing better people around me. Uh, Mine mine said Michigan, hashtag go blue. (laughs) Wall in. Wall in. Uh, I know everyone's doing like these really emotional things. I'm just like, so masculine. (laughs) Maze, baby, maze. Maze and blue. Uh, Everyone's like pouring their heart out. I'm like, football. (laughs) I just want some football. I know what's funny though is it's like I wrote that. And then my boss was like, boo, because you're from Ohio State. And then. And then I'm sure he realized that I put Michigan go blue and he's like, Oh no, I was trying to get the job and it's at Michigan. Right. And so I put the one word Michigan. He's like, he knows I'm done with this school. I didn't know that dude was, went to Ohio. That's interesting. Explains a lot. That's interesting. Cause those are shit people. Sounds like it. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. I wonder why your stadium's in the shape of a toilet seat. He's, <laughs> Go Browns. <laughs> ah, we have a team named after shit. Yep. There you go. 
Uh, hey, shout out to Joe Flacco. Come back play of the year. Shout out to Joe Flacco wearing those shit colors. Yeah, shout out to Joe Flacco slinging that thing, slinging that, slinging that pipe all over the stadium. I zoom in. <laughs> it's a big one. Oh my God. All right. <laughs> Damn. What the? Okay. <laughs> Joe Flacco was like, why are they talking about this on their podcast? I don't know. Definitely going to be tagging Joe Flacco on that. Tag him on this. <laughs> um, and so, as we talk about Judy's character, right? It's some of the toughest clients to work with are Christina Applegate's character. Because it's it's tough. There's a lot of shit there. Some of the most heart wrenching ones, though, are Judy's character, mm. where they've like legit been through some shit. Cause and and this ain't them crying in tears. Cause she ain't crying when she's getting attacked. She ain't crying. She's mm. taking this shit like a champ. But she's so used to taking abuse that she's like cool with it, and she doesn't blow over nothing. She just walks away. She emotionally regulates. She does mm. everything you train to do. Leaves the situation. Kudos for her. So I got to take this shit from you. Right? So she's getting more mature and she leaves. She gets in the car and Applegate's like, hey, man, I need you to just punch me, get it over with. And she's like, I'm not like you. I'm a good person. Um, which is wonderful for her. But then she pushes her and she pushes her. And this is when I start to lose my shit when people push me and push me and push me. Boom. And she just screams. And that is the scream of someone that has held in so much trauma and pain. And then she just sits there and cries and gets held. Mm -hmm. Wonderful scene. I just like that Applegate's the one like holding her because she was her abuser and now she's her comforter. Don't like that. Yeah. That's what a narcissist would do. They'll abuse you and then comfort you. It's like, "Mm, that's kind of gross. Yeah. But they have to do it for cinema. Um, Bro, when she loses it like that, those are like my students that come into the therapy office, Spence, first time ever, and they just unleash and they just cry. Mm-hmm. First thing they always say too is, I'm sorry. What the fuck are you sorry for? Cry. Cry. I'll go get the tissues and the basket, sit next to them. I said, we just going to sit in this. And they say, but I want to finish the story. I said, nah, we just going to sit in this for a minute. Sit in this for a minute and let this out. Um... We can do the healing afterwards. We go ahead and let this out, kid. Uh, I've had those moments. I remember this moment with my boss. My old boss. Uh, and she come in the office. She, 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 she. I, I, matter of fact, no. She was in her office. She just got out of a big meeting. I went into her office and asked her a question. And I never knock. I just walk in because I'm an idiot. Uh, and she's crying. And I was like, oh, shit. Why is, why is my boss, why is Dr. Roof, his old woman crying? And she talks about what kind of what happened in the meeting, this and that, right? And I'm sure she didn't like showing me that. I said, I'm going to go take care of this. She said, what do you mean? I said, I'm, 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 ain't no one ever going to fuck with you again. So I get ready to walk out the office and say, Mary, I said, I'm going to go handle this. And she pulls my shoulder and stops me. She said, sit down. No. She said, sit down. I said, I, mean, I sat down. And she said, Nas, we got to handle this the right way, this and that. And I didn't know what to do with my emotion. I just lost and started crying. Uncontrollably fucking crying, Spence. 
co-worker mm. comes in there and like hold, holds my back and rubs me. She's like, chill out, man. And I just start fucking unleashing, crying even more. It was all that repression and anger and frustration. Everything I got to used to let out during football. I get to enjoy hurting people because of how much hurt I felt. It's that pain I would tap into when I was lifting weights and pumping like high numbers. I would always use that misery. Is that good? When Judy lets it out, I've, I, I know that scream. Someone that's been repressing a lot for a long time. And I'm a good person. And she's a good person. Christina Applegate, I'm sus on that shit. But she's a good person that holds a lot in. And uh, when folks like that are like me, they've been through a lot of shit, you know, they pop. Some of us cry. You know, I wanted to talk about autism for a second here because Spence, you saw it. Starts hitting her chest. Mm-hmm. Some, some will say that's a self uh, st- stimming. A lot of folks on the spectrum or may start hitting themselves, right? She just could be confused or angry and just hitting herself because she's in this fucking situation with this piece of shit lady that just dogged her out. Yeah. Uh, can you imagine being that big of a piece of shit though? And then, and then you say someone's most vulnerable, hurtful thing. Well, you're like this because your mother abused you horrifically. That's why you're like this. Because you're fucked up. Oh, okay. I ain't gonna lie. I never talk to you ever again. Uh, to say, you know, if we're joking and like, right, me and you make a lot of jokes about a lot of stuff. But if you said it with it's a little, you know, you said it directly with that. What's the word I'm looking for? Nastiness? Venom. 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 Not because now I know what you think about me. Mm-hmm. Now I know you think I'm some fucking Looney Tunes. Okay. You know, fuck you. And I'm going to go to police and tell them how you killed my motherfucking uh, my friend. You're going to sit in jail, and you're going to be getting that long pipe. <laughs> there goes my virginity. <laughs> yeah. They're going to call you 24-7 because you open. <laughs> you have a 24-7 ass, don't I? God damn it. Yep. Uh, so it's an intense scene. Uh, tough clients to work with. Yep. Spencer, have you ever uh, done that? I, I don't think I've ever done the thing where I feel like hit myself while crying. Um, I know some people when they lose, they're like, hit. I've had many clients that were athletes, like, or like, especially tennis, that would mm-hmm. hit themselves with a racket and there would bruises all over the legs. Do you, did you ever used to do anything like that when you would cry, get super emotional or lose? Or did you know people? No, I don't think I really know anyone who does that, but sometimes I still do it where I just like hit my thigh. Like if I miss or something like that, or if I make a shot and I'm kind of happy and I just hit my leg. Um, Yeah. There's nothing damaging. Nothing. No. Cause I'm just like, I don't want to. I want to hurt myself. Yeah. Any any injuries I've gotten are not self inflicted. Those okay. are. Good. They're usually on accident. Yeah. <laughs> or you know, just playing sports in general. Um, but yeah, try not to do anything. I haven't really known anybody who, um, who hasn't like if they don't do anything well, then they like I've I've talked to people who are you know make self inflicted wounds and stuff like that. Yep. Um, but nothing really has to do with like, um, like sports or even like just in general, Breakdown, just yeah. kind of like they're in that moment and they have to do it, mm-hmm. or at least I haven't witnessed it. Okay. 
which is fair. Yeah, so. it doesn't happen often. Um, but you'll see with a lot of folks on the spectrum, right? They'll they'll self harm. Mm-hmm. The interesting thing is, is trigger warning. We're going to talk get in a little bit more in depth about self harm, and then we're going to wrap up the pod for today. So you'll see a lot of folks that get reported for like self-harm stuff and they'll be like, oh, we need to hospitalize this kid. I'm like, oh shit, what happened? You know, they stab himself in the eye. What was going on? Uh, they're like, no, man, they're scratching themselves real hard. What? They, they, they scratching themselves. Did, did you say hard? Oh, uh, okay. I get it. It can be very painful. It can cause some damage, this and that. Maybe we need to hospitalize them to get them to regulate a little bit, and then they're okay. Uh, but now, you know, they could be determined like a threat to a lot of folks. Like, they're trying to kill themselves. They're not trying to kill themselves by scratching. This kid's hella autistic. And the scratching, because it's being overwhelmed and overstimulated, you probably need to be on some anxiety medications and some help with a bunch of other things. This kid is not suicidal. This kid's not trying to gouge anything out. Um, mm-hmm. Tends to come up a lot where they'll be like, oh, man, this person's self-harming man you know they're trying to kill himself nope this person is self-stimming in a certain way that looks kind of bad but actually yeah. isn't that bad uh i made a joke earlier uh, about uh, uh colin's one-year-old that saw a new person uh i guess she hates men i'm like hey join the team uh she already hates men uh <laughs> i guess a dude walked in the house who's like a friend or whatever and then the baby just like instantly starts banging her head against the wall and i'm like i don't think this is normal it's fine it's fine <laughs> it's nothing fine. to worry about <laughs> it's normal uh interesting <laughs> little autistic baby there They're banging their soft skull <laughs> Yeah, it's fine. It's fine. It's fine. She's got her helmet on. <laughs> it protects them. It protects. Uh, but you'll see it where a lot of folks will um hit their hand on their head, or, or maybe something against the wall, or maybe scratch. You know, we will have some folks that will self harm and have the intrusive thought of self harming with something obviously sharp and then cause blood. Uh, we just did an episode on that released early in January mm. on uh, Remy. And the young girl talks about, you know, end of life, suicidality, and you see the marks on her wrist. Doesn't always mean that someone is suicidal. It means that there could be many different things going on, and that's a way for them to emotionally regulate. Because of the many different things that it does do. I'm not saying that it's a good way to emotionally regulate, but many folks will. Um. So it becomes interesting when you see some folks banging on themselves, right? I couldn't tell that looked involuntary. Like she was just randomly doing it. Maybe mm-hmm. she wanted to cause herself pain because she felt so much pain. I don't know. Felt very spectrum to me. Something that I wanted to bring up that could help other folks. I want to talk about suicidality and self-harm. It's a common thing that comes up in the autistic community. Yeah. If someone self-harms does not mean they want to kill themselves. You need to talk to, if it's your friends or family or children, obviously assess for suicidality and then refer. Hey, man, you think about killing yourself? You got any plans? Are you researching anything, right? No, okay. You got any things you could use to hurt yourself? Well, maybe we should get that out of your room. Oh, yeah, we need knives or guns. Yeah, maybe we should get that out of your room. Yeah, let's get that out. I'll hold it for you. If you're really in, in threat or danger, then you need to call 911. You call 911 now. I can't give advice on this pod. You need to call 911. 
But if you're talking to someone and you see some stuff, you can ask them like, is this, when do you do this? Is, uh, is it this, this time, this time, this time, what is it before, after, is it night? Is it, you know, what is the beneficence of it? And it's not like a judging way. You're asking like, why are you doing this? Uh, I'm trying to understand you. I think Spence, when we get in a lot of folks through doing therapy, they're just like, oh, you're doing this. Oh, you're fucking batshit crazy. We're going to, we're going to put you in the hospital. Well, now they ain't never going to talk to you about shit. Dumb as shit. Um, so you want to help some folks that are self-harming or stimming in a certain way, then just talk and understand. Mm-hmm. It's not that hard to listen. Folks on the spectrum do want to talk. Just got to give us the space to do it. Uh, so not a lot of strategies on how to deal with these things. I just want to show you the representation of what it looks like in therapy. You know, how this moment, this very emotional moment is very real and you can feel one or the other. Um, a lot of it's probably going to come from damage from childhood, not going to lie, and other systemic factors. So hopefully you all get a healing from these things and you slowly start to work on things. I want you to take at least this from, from me and Spence. We don't know you shit. We don't need to be nice to you as your friends as your loved ones, as your partners, as your sexual mates. Getting that sauce. <laughs> secret sauce. Can any secret I'm sharing. <laughs> <laughs> it's orange sauce. Come out orange. <laughs> Who is Donald Trump? Um, but we, people actually don't have to be nice to you. So when your friends tell you that they love you, believe it. When people show you how they think about you, the way they treat you, their words, their actions, all that, believe it. They show you that they're pieces of shit, believe it. They show you that they're good people and that they'll be there for you, believe that they'll be there for you and stop saying, stop pushing them away. And never, never, never use someone's worst wounds and traumas to hurt them. You will fuck that person up even more because now they know they can never talk to anyone because you will, they will be hurt. Never do that. I don't give a shit if you hate them. If you're breaking up and they hurt your heart, you don't say things to reopen wounds from past traumas. You don't do that. You don't do that. All right. That was more in-depth pod, uh, emotional pod. There's some things I needed to say because I've seen people, you know, some people pervert some of these things and fuck people up for the worst. Uh, so that's all I got. All the sauce is gone. It's, it's out. <laughs> uh, so thanks everybody for watching. Once again, shout out to Joe Flacco. Infinity. Joe Flacco. Shout out to Joe Flacco. What a guy. Uh, <laughs> what a guy. Slinging that thing, slinging it. Uh, <laughs> go uh, use our discount DSP or DSP twenty with uh, any of our great collaborators. Um, right now, we're talking about Pinfinity, so go check them out. Got some good stuff. They do, um, and yeah, great pins. So if you like D and D stuff like that, you love D and D. Good company. Yep. Or uh, was it um, Pretty Pony or whatever the fuck it's called? Yeah, they got a bunch of Power Ranger stuff. 
D&D, Magic the Gathering, a lot of Magic the Gathering stuff, yep. There you go. So go check those out. And then also um, you can check those out in the link below. So with that, I'm Spencer. That's Nas. This is a different Spectrum's podcast. All right, everyone. Much love. Sorry if I caused emotional damage today. But remember, take care of yourselves. And that's just completely up to you. Peace. Don't you